Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast, a twice-monthly podcast for people who experience the world intensely. Join me on a journey of acceptance of our highly sensitive person traits. Welcome to episode 52 of the Highly Sensitive Person Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. This is a show for people who are highly sensitive or who think they might be highly sensitive or people who aren't highly sensitive but just want to learn more about it. Highly sensitive people have sensory processing sensitivity. We aren't wrong or weird, we're just very perceptive and conscientious. Before I get started today, I want to thank those of you on my mailing list who replied to my survey. I sent out a really short survey several days ago to find out what you like and what you'd like to see more of on this podcast and at the blog. Your responses were super helpful and I'll be addressing them in later shows and newsletters. If you aren't on my newsletter, you can sign up at highlysensitiveperson.net. This has been a big month for HSPs because Dr. Elaine Aaron's documentary came out on September 10th and it's called Sensitive. In case you aren't familiar with who Dr. Elaine Aaron is, she's pretty much the expert worldwide on HSPs. She coined the phrase and she's written lots of books on it and done lots of research. She is the authority. You could watch the documentary on live stream for a few days, but it's no longer available. I know there are plans to have it on DVD, but it looks like there's no way to watch it right now which is unfortunate. I'm not sure why they don't just make it available online, even for a fee. I'll have a link in the show notes to the movie's website so you can follow them on Facebook and Twitter and keep up to date on when it is available again if you want to see it. Those show notes are at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 5252. Anyway, I thought the documentary was groundbreaking. It was so amazing to see so many of things that I and we talk about and think about in a documentary. It's kind of like it makes it more real or valid. My favorite aspect was definitely Dr. Aaron's script. It was so good. She so expertly covered all the most frequently asked questions about HSPs, the science and evidence behind it, what it means, the misconceptions, how to tell other people about it. And she did it so brilliantly and so clearly. I was really a fan of the way she did that in her script. I also felt like she might have been thinking about people who aren't HSP when she wrote that script, or at least she had non-HSP people in mind, because I feel like this movie is the perfect tool for those who don't have highly sensitive traits, but who want to learn about it because they have a loved one in their lives who is highly sensitive and they just want to understand it better. At the beginning of the documentary, if, if you were able to watch it on live stream, they interviewed a couple of people and Dr. Aaron spoke, and she admitted to the audience that a highly sensitive person isn't necessarily the best term, but it's the best she could come up with at the time. And I found this comment so endearing as an HSP. It was like I could sense her honesty and humility. She was admitting basically that HSP isn't the perfect phrase. So I felt like kind of this sort of HSP connection of humility with Dr. Aaron when she said that. One thing she said that was interesting was that she's going to try to stop using the phrase non-HSP. I mean, we could talk about highly sensitive people, but we shouldn't say 
non-highly sensitive people because it kind of creates like an us versus them environment. We don't want to make it sound like we think we are better or worse. By saying someone is not something, it can sound negative, you know, non-HSP. So I'm heeding what she's saying and I'm going to try to not say non-HSP from here on out, but it's going to be challenging. So I want to talk about a couple parts of the documentary that really hit home for me and really impacted me. One was this example. Think of a young child walking into a new classroom at school. Maybe it's kindergarten and they've never been in a classroom before. They walk in and they quietly look around and they're taking it all in. There's kids everywhere. You know, they're looking around at the room and the teachers, the stuff on the walls, the sound, the light. Even talking about it right now sounds kind of overwhelming. So this young child is in this situation and the teacher might come up to them and say something like, oh, don't be scared. Don't be nervous. Are you shy? And that imprints on that child's brain that the way that they're acting at that moment, that something is wrong with that. And that can make them start thinking that they are shy and fearful when they aren't. They were just simply taking everything in around them. It's depth of processing that they're experiencing, not necessarily fear or shyness. In fact, HSPs might become shy because they are made to feel different and like they're an outsider because they continuously have people saying to them, don't be shy. Don't be scared. Why don't you speak up more? Why are you so quiet? This example definitely hit home for me and made me think back to when I was young and realize moments that these things happened to me. The next aspect that was like a whoa moment was about intuition. HSP sometimes know things without knowing how they know them. And I don't mean in like a psychic sense, just that we observe so much that we can put together such tiny details, things that don't seem apparent to other people. Maybe someone's minuscule body language, their eyes, their tone of voice, even tinier things than that. We were able to come to conclusions using all of these things. An example used in the documentary was sports and how sensitivity can help athletes anticipate, like anticipate their opponent's actions and movements. This was so interesting to me. I've never thought about sensitivity being a benefit in sports. I re-examined my own sporting background. I played basketball as a kid and I was okay, but as I got older into high school, I kind of got worse at basketball. <laughs> Thinking back, I don't have good memories of playing basketball. My memories are of anxiety and just feeling like I was bad. So now I really think that it was because basketball was just too overstimulating for me. When you're standing on the court, there's so much going on. There's people around you moving nonstop and you have to take in and absorb the changing situation, changing every second and make decisions instantly. I was always afraid to get the ball and to mess up and let everyone else down and then feel bad about myself. Back then, I always thought it was because I was shy and had low confidence in my skills. But now I realize it was also due to feeling overwhelmed by everything, the nonstop action and the worry about being judged by my teammates and my coach. 
My best sport ended up being tennis, which is more of an individual sport. There aren't nine other people on the court all fighting for a ball. In the documentary, the big featured celebrity name was Alanis Morissette. It was so interesting to hear her perspective because those of you who were my age or older remember the 90s, Alanis Morissette, at least in the US, was a huge, huge pop star. And I never thought about what it would be like to be that enormously famous and well-known and loved and to have so many people want to be around you and talk to you and know you and to be highly sensitive and easily overstimulated. That would be really difficult. She talked very candidly about how she was both loved and rejected for her trait. People wanted her creativity, but weren't into the seemingly negative aspects, like that she felt things too much. She said that she was sometimes perceived as high maintenance due to this. So it was very interesting to hear her perspective and how she's kind of come full circle and learned to embrace her sensitivity and realize the great things about it. Another aspect of the film I appreciated was the discussion of creativity. Dr. Aaron said that HSPs always notice so much, we're always taking things in, and we think creatively. We're good at putting ideas together. Noticing is related to creativity. This was an aha moment for me because I've always thought this about myself. I've always kind of thought that I am good at solving problems creatively. In jobs I've had in the past, I excel at and enjoy putting together different people and projects and ideas in beneficial ways. Never did I realize that this could be an HSP thing. So chalk up another positive for being highly sensitive. The documentary also talked about the science behind HSP brain research and psychological studies, which I think is crucial information for anyone who is skeptical about high sensitivity. They talked about differential susceptibility, which in the most basic sense means that HSPs at young ages are more susceptible to both good and bad environments. If we have supportive, happy, great childhood environments, HSPs are even more likely to thrive than someone without the trait later in life. However, if HSPs are raised in a non-supportive, stressful, bad environment, it's more likely to affect those HSPs negatively than it would a non-highly sensitive person. The director, John Hughes, who was interviewed in the movie, had this great line. We miss nothing and have an innate ability to let others shine. I love this quote. He says that we HSPs, we miss nothing and have an innate ability to let others shine. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie if you were able to see it. And if you didn't see it, hopefully it becomes available again soon because it's huge. It's going to be such a wonderful tool for people to have to learn about the trait. I'll have links to the documentary's website and some articles written by Dr. Aaron that are relevant to what I've talked about today in the show notes at highlysensitiveperson.net slash episode 52, 52. Thank you so much to Dr. Elaine Aaron and everyone involved in making this wonderful documentary. If you enjoy this podcast and want to support it financially, then become a patron. 
go to patreon.com slash HSP. You can support the show by giving a small donation of any amount, even $1 is super helpful. And this will encourage me along with the show and the blog. That's at patreon.com slash HSP. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And if you can't afford to support the show financially, you can still support it by giving it a positive rating on iTunes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're as excited about the sensitive documentary as I am and how it can benefit the HSP community. I look forward to talking to you in two weeks. See you later. Mm-hmm.